sign. Yes. What's the podcast? Uh, it's called Killing the Industry. Killing the Industry. And it's about the industries that millennials are supposedly killing. Huh. And one of them is movie theaters. Oh. Dude, do you want to be... It's very short. I'm into movies. Okay. Let's talk to the right person. Yes. I'm getting ready to see that tonight. Welcome to Killing the Industry, the podcast mini-series about industries millennials are allegedly killing. We're going to find out if A, this industry is actually dead, and B, if it is dead, who killed it. I'm Ashley Montgomery. Everlina's off this week doing Everlina things, I guess. But before she left, she did grab an interview relevant to today's industry on the table. Millennials are accused of killing the movie theater industry. Wow. <laughs> we'll get into that in a bit. Movie theaters? Really? Yes, really, I guess. According to a New York Post article by Claire Atkinson and others, by the way, millennials are killing movie theaters and the movie business in general. If you've been following this topic, you may remember the stream of brainstorming articles about whether texting should be allowed in movie theaters, specifically as a way to lure millennials in. In fact, AMC actually got pretty close to actually doing this. According to the BuzzFeed report aptly titled, people are having a meltdown after AMC said it was considering text-friendly theaters, end quote. Then, shortly after, both CNET and Newsweek reported AMC changed their mind and would not allow texting. <sighs> what a whirlwind. As usual, though, there was a particular lack of millennial voices in these articles. And even though there are reports saying millennials are loving movie theaters and millennials are killing movie theaters, they both focus on the numbers, not the person which is just as important. So, to prepare for this episode, both Everlina and myself hit the pavement. But for those of you who don't know, most of the time Everlina is based in New York, while I am based in DC. So, hitting the pavement can be a bit tricky. Everlina and the millennial you're about to hear from, Astrid, always go to the movies together. She asked her some quick questions while on their way to see Thor, Ragnarok, last November. get to this. <laughs> so how often do you go to the movies? You know what? Maybe like once every two months. It depends like what's going on, you know, what's out and if I'm interested. Do you often go alone or do you go, is it more like a social thing? It's more like a social thing. I usually go with one of my good friends. Is there a name? <laughs> or like with my family. But yeah, it's more of a social thing. I wouldn't go by myself. Although, okay. Yeah. Otherwise, I'll probably like go to like some site online. <laughs> um, do, oh, do critic scores or reviews factor into whether or not you'd see a movie? Mm, yes. Well, hmm. That's a good question. Um, I do... 
you know what I do do <laughs> I'll ask someone who actually watched the movie first and see what they think and then but sometimes that's actually a good question you know what I never really hmm maybe yes maybe yes I'm gonna say yes I don't know <laughs> okay I'm gonna say yes I'm gonna say yes. if you so if you wanted to see a movie and someone said that it that it wasn't good would you you wouldn't want to go anymore uh you know what it depends how much I what I feel about that movie like if it was Star Wars and it still wasn't good I probably still will see it you know like it depends like what who's the director and type of thing like but um it really depends sometimes I do take people's opinion to whether or not I will watch a movie but if it's something that like like I said before Star Wars then yeah I'm gonna watch it something that you really wanted yeah. to see do ticket prices or crowds factor in to whether or not you'd see a movie? Mm. Yes, because if it's too crowded, I will have to wait till it gets way down because I, I need to concentrate on the movie, not what's going on behind me or anything else. No shade to all the mothers out there with who can't control their kids, but you know what? But, uh, yeah, I can't watch it in a crowd, and, uh, what was that? What about ticket prices? Yeah, ticket prices does play a factor. I'm a grad student. I need money. What kinds of movies would you never see in theaters? It sounds like you like a lot of, like, more of the action movies. Yes. And it's because of ticket prices. Oh, someone got a ticket. Yeah. Would you ever see, like, a comedy, like... Yeah, I'm more of a comedy, action, no horror films, that is just not in my repertoire. I will not watch it. That is period. How often will you wait for a movie to come out on DVD before watching it versus going to the theater? Mm. Sometimes, if that ticket price is up there, I will wait. <laughs> You'll wait? Yeah. So ticket prices factor a lot into your decision making? Yes. Yes. Um, what would you say would make you go to the theaters more often? Hmm. Uh, a lower ticket price. Lower ticket price? <laughs> yes. And Do you feel like, uh, like movies are getting a little bit repetitive lately? Oh, okay. No, that's a question. Yeah, that's, no, that is a good question. You know what, I think that the type of movies I watch, like, I kind of can tell the script a little, but that's something I enjoy, so, so yes, they are kind of repetitive. But, but there's, it's, but it's not something that would repel you from going to the theater. Yeah, because it's something, it's an escape, it's something that I enjoy, that, something to de-stress, because then you're not really thinking about real life for a few 60 plus minutes, yeah. So, to recap, Major factors for Astrid's movie-going habits include ticket prices, interest in current movies, reviews, and if it's available somewhere else, like streaming services. Keep that in mind. We'll be back after a quick break. Hey, this is Everlina. Thanks again to everyone listening to the podcast. I really appreciate it. So... This episode's PSA. Are you feeling unappreciated? Even just a little? Well, chances are, if you are, 
someone else's too. If there's someone in your life that's helped you recently, why not text them a quick thank you? Better yet, if someone's presence, like a parent or a friend you can't live without, has been worthwhile, why not text, I'm glad you exist? Movies and shows have always been very dramatic in that they wait for a character's dying breath before they truly say what they feel. Life's not that dramatic. Trust me, you regret what you don't do or say. So just say thank you and let the people in your life know they're appreciated. All right, back to the show. At the top of the show, you heard the beginnings of a conversation I had with a millennial. To get a wide perspective on this topic, I went to an event that reaches across age, gender, racial and ethnic identities, and geographical boundaries. It needed to be a movie that has both a cult following, yet contemporary reach. The answer? Star Wars. I stood outside Regal Cinemas in downtown DC on the night of The Last Jedi premiere, holding a sign with two questions. Seeing Star Wars? Chat with me for a podcast? And these three millennials actually said yes to both. I guess the first question is, you're going to go see Star Wars tonight, right? Yes, I'm seeing Star Wars tonight. I'm an avid fan. <laughs> yes, most definitely. And how many movies have you seen in theaters this year? Maybe 15, maybe more. I was actually thinking about that earlier, and this is my third. Ballpark five to six, okay. I think. Yeah, I, not quite, but that, that's... It's actually been lesser this year, but I think five or six so far, probably. Maybe, let's say seven. Seven feels right. And how many of those have been part of, like, a series or a franchise like this one? Not too many. Really? No. I mean, the Marvel movies, but other than that, like, independent movies. I like independent movies. Um, Can you actually name some of the ones that you saw this year? Uh, I've seen Lady Bird. I saw The Disaster Artist. Um... Man, that's like most recent. Uh, what else have I seen? I saw Dunkirk. Uh, they have all been part of franchises. I saw Spider-Man, I saw John Wick, Star Wars. So probably the majority. And so is there anything that deters you from going to the theater? Like you see a movie that you're kind of interested in, but you decide not to go because... Um, the only thing that would stop me from going to a movie is if the movie got a bad rating on Rotten Tomatoes for the most part. Uh, I kind of trust the, tr the critics a little bit. Um, yeah, that's probably the only thing that deterred me. I'll still spend my money, though. I'd like to see the movies in a the theater, at least the first time. Um, you know, reputation, uh, reviews, but for the most part, um, unless if it's something that I really want to see, I'll usually just kind of wait it out. Um, you know, I, I didn't see La La Land until it was well on to DVR. Um, wasn't really a big fan of it, kind of glad I didn't see it in theaters myself. Um, but uh, that was one of those movies where I was kind of debating whether or not I wanted to see it in theaters. Uh, ended up not seeing it. Get Out was another one that I really wanted to see in theaters, but ended up, you know, waiting until it came out in DVR. Regretted that one, but, um, you know, a lot of times I just kind of wait, I guess. It's expensive to go to the movies, and I'd rather, like, red box that one for three bucks, because I know watching it on my TV is the same, versus Star Wars, you want the thundering sound. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, when you say expenses, do you mean, like, the ticket, or, like, mm -hmm. concessions? Both. I mean, I, uh, uh, 
Yeah, I mean, I like to get a soda or something when I go, so suddenly my $15 ticket is then probably like 25 bucks, and that's not cheap, but yeah, I kind of want the candy or something, because I figure like at this point I'm already out, I might as well enjoy myself. So let's get this straight. Ticket prices, reviews, interest in current movies, and availability somewhere else. So like every other generation's decision process when going to the movies, if you noticed, a lot of the movies mentioned were from either earlier in 2017 or later in 2017. Basically, no movies released in late July to October were listed by the interviewed millennials. And it's not because millennials hate movie theaters. It's because the choices just weren't interesting. She says by the 1970s, movie going had plummeted. Not even the air conditioning could draw crowds. TV was keeping people home. Summers were seen as a cinematic wasteland. Until... The summer of 1975. Jaws was set around a July 4th holiday and it was released just as moviegoers were about to celebrate theirs. It was a smash. Viewers went back to the theatre to be terrified again and again. And all of a sudden people thought, wait, we can rethink this. We can put a big, exciting draw, a movie that needs to be on the big screen in the summer. R2-D2, where are you? A couple of summers later, Star Wars was released and became a worldwide hit. Tom Schoen is the author of Blockbuster, How Hollywood Learned to Stop Worrying and Love the Summer. He says that movie appealed to everyone. But it was kids in particular that drove the repeat viewings, which was what really knocked up the box office intake. I mean, I can speak as somebody who kind of went back and saw it as many times as I could, like it was just a compulsion. There were no videos, no DVDs. The only way you could relive the experience was by going back to the theatre. That's a report from Marketplace stating a shift in the movie theatre business. That may change this year with Marvel's Infinity War, a ton of book-to-movie adaptations, and others coming out, but only time will tell. Like all industries, the movie theatre business fluctuates. For instance, February used to be considered a dead time for movies, just like summer. But then, movies like Deadpool and Black Panther came out and changed the game for February releases. In fact, if you look at movies that have been released so far, like Rampage, A Wrinkle in Time, Love, Simon, it's been a pretty good year for the movie theater business. And these aren't even sequels or part of huge franchises. And remember, it's not even summer yet. This is the part in the show where Everlina asks me if this industry is dead or dying. As you may have guessed, the movie theater business is definitely not dead, and there are tons of articles, like from Adweek and The Wrap, stating that movies are actually thriving with millennials. And can I just say, unlike other industries like department stores and chain restaurants, movie theaters have a simple enough task, offer interesting movies at affordable prices and you'll be good. So, movie theaters? Not dead. Therefore, millennials are not killing them. We love movies. So that's our episode for today. If you've got questions, suggestions, concerns, all of the above, let us know by subscribing to the show or tweeting us at KTI Podcast or 
even emailing us at checktheindustry@gmail.com, and make sure to check out our blog for the research links we reference, more about the next episode, or to answer the poll for this episode. What can make your movie experience better? Texting, lower prices, consequences for all the men who've been accused of sexual misconduct. Let us know. Be anything. Sky's the limit. Yeah, so ktipodcast.wordpress.com. This episode was produced and edited by the missing Everlina 10. And the person talking to you right now, me, Ashley Montgomery. Uh, the audio clip featured is from the American Public Media Podcast, Marketplace. Our original theme song is by the Band Geeks. Thank you so much, guys. And other music in the episode is Lee Rosevere. You can find free music archive links on our blog. Our logo was designed by the amazing Andrea Paez. She's so talented. Special thanks to Everlina. Thank you, Astrid. Another huge amount of gratitude goes towards the guys who agreed to let me interview them right before Star Wars premiere. That's it for today's episode. If you guys miss Everlina's voice, she will be back. I'm Ashley Montgomery. This has been Killing the Industry. Take care, guys.